I'm Carlo, Carlo Pietro Sanfilippo, and this is my podcast. With this project, I want to explore the means, methods, tools, and examples of living on purpose, living the life we want, doing the things that light us up, things that make us feel like we're alive, growing, making a difference, and enjoying the process along the way. Welcome to It's the Journey. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to It's the Journey. So today I've got some fun things I want to go through, but before I get to the main topic about remembering our why in life, I want to hit on a couple of things that are kind of fun. Uh, this past few weeks, I was reminded about how important it is to not be afraid to try something different and try something new because of whatever, you know, sometimes our preconceived notions about something hold us back from trying. I was just reminded that it's important to try because you never know. And ever since Beck, when I was at working with Rich over Shock City Studios to record my audiobook and some of my initial episodes, Rich kept saying, man, you should, you should try TikTok. You should look at TikTok. It's, it's really helped. It really helped him grow um, his audience for the audio engineer stuff that he was doing. And I glanced at it and it just didn't look like the format, a good format for, for me because of what I initially saw. So I ignored it for about a year. And then on Facebook, I found this TikTok for authors page. And then uh, I kept reading that and hearing and reading about success stories. And then one day, uh, my last vacation, I saw a, an article in the New York Times saying that TikTok has become the number one platform for authors to advertise their, their book and build, build an audience. And so I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'm going to give this thing a try. And I'm a total novice at it. And I'm I, getting, you know, a small number of views compared to the things I see there and the success stories I hear. But the data has shown it's driving, it's driving my audience. And maybe some people listening right now found me because of that. So uh, I've been blown away at how many people, how many new people have come to my various platforms because of that. So I want to say thank you all for coming and welcome. And on that note, uh, I've been working hard to try to keep providing valuable information and and uh, that will help you live your dreams. And I've been asking and I finally have received for feedback from some from people about what they would like to hear more about. So I've gotten some really, really good topics that I'm doing some I'm basically thinking about and doing a little research and going to put together my thoughts on a few different topics that will be out in the coming weeks. So for everybody that has taken time to give me feedback and ideas, thank you. And if there's a topic I hit on on any of these or any past subjects, don't don't hesitate to shoot me a note on my email that's on my website, carloblog.com or any of the socials that you are following me on. I, I see all those and I will respond when I can. Thank you so much. So today's topic, remembering your why. <laughs> it's like, oddly, 
I've been thinking about this because of the weirdest thing, or maybe Walter White and Tony Soprano both got me thinking about this because they said something that reminded me of something in my own life. And it was not uh, illegal activities or selling drugs, but they both kept insisting to their their wives and their and people in their lives, especially their family, like I, everything I do, I do for this family. And some version of that where they just keep insisting that these horrible, terrible things they're doing is for their family. And even Walter White insisting, insisting that he had to do this for his family when Skyler was showing him that they had more money they could spend in several lifetimes. He just couldn't quit. And though I've never been in any of the situations those guys have been in, I remember feeling sad when my kids asked me to stay home and play. And I said, I have to go work. And is a very limited version of that, of where I was going and working and spending so much time away from my kids, when, especially when they were little. And then not always being conscious about how I spent my money. And had I, if I knew what I knew now, I would have maybe had more time for them then or been able to reach some kind of freedom faster and again, had more time for them, which is what I kept saying that it was for. But when I was spending a bunch of money on on my house and, and cars and, and not being conscious about my expenses on clothing and books, uh, I was giving away the fruits of my labor. And so that's what I wanted to dive into uh, about uh, this topic of remembering our why. And so again, I wrote a blog post about this that you can find on carloblog.com. And I'm just going to go through that and then hit on some points. So let me make sure I didn't move the camera. Nope. Okay. I will begin this now. I'm going to start this per usual with a quote from an oldie but goodie Earl Nightingale. And he said, success is the progressive realization of a worthy goal or ideal. And I thought that that was extremely important because our why, as, as I'm trying to make the whole point with this podcast, our why is the journey. It's not a thing or a, an amount of money or uh, a destination. It's the, the process, the progressive realization, or even uh, the, the pursuit of happiness. So remembering your why. Do you even know why you do what you do every day? Why you're selling a piece of your life nearly every day of the year and likely will for decades to come? And why and how you spend the fruits of your labor? What are you actually working towards? So often, we tell ourselves that we're working towards our future or our family or some other grand or noble thing. But have you ever taken an inventory of your actions and the results to see if they're putting you on a trajectory to help you realize what you want? If, for example, right now, your doctor came in and gave you 24 hours to live and you just had to sit there by yourself and think about the last years and decades of your life and how you spent it. Would you be happy with how you spent it? And say, then he comes back in 
he or she comes back in in, uh, in in a couple hours or at the end of the 24 hours. Well, let's say they come back in at the end of the time and say, nope, I'm sorry, we were wrong. You don't have 24 hours to live. You have 10 years to live. So after you've had all that time to think about your life and you thought you were going to die in 24 hours, now you realize you have 10 more full years to live. If you learned that, would you change anything about how you're living? And if so, why not do it now? Why not commit right now to whatever it is you really want to do, have, or be? Look at how radically and quickly the COVID lockdown changed nearly every aspect of so many people's lives. Change can come at us externally in profound and brutal ways, and we have the ability to cope with it and adapt. So, I mean, as an example, look at, look at the millions of refugees around the world who've had to just pick up sometimes with just the shirts on their back and leave their home forever. Their home and their whole city might be gone on a, on a, you know, a more personal example, like many Americans have some story of some parent or grandfather or grandparents, great grandparents that came over and they were fleeing some similar turmoil, some unrest, some civil war or some other disaster. And so, we have the ability to adapt and we know that maybe someone very close to us that's even alive still has adapted and we had to adapt during COVID. But then we forget that we can be the person who changes those things in our own lives. I did a whole episode about being that agent of change. You don't have to wait for some outside thing. And so as a reminder, I'm telling you this as someone who had to get knocked to the ground and lose nearly everything to see how much I had lost my way. And so, and, and in this, I want to emphasize that what I'm talking about is not being done or having a certain amount of money or having certain things or about a way of life or retirement um, or, or even what you do for a living. That is often our how. And I want to talk about the how of our life in, in, a, in, in a future episode. But right now we're, we're talking about the why. So, it, but, but what it's really about, it's whether the actions you're taking are helping fulfill whatever you see as your purpose in life. Like Mr. Nightingale said, Earl Nightingale, it's the progressive realization and the pursuit of happiness, or it's the journey. So for me, when the dust settled from the losses that I faced and the death, divorce and death of my parents, and I set out to restructure and rebuild almost every aspect of my life so that I could focus on the outcomes I wanted. So I could focus on my why. And, and, and as part of that, I got things out of my personal life that kept me from having time that I wanted to spend with my sons. I got rid of more and more expenses and responsibilities that were absorbing my time and money and kept me from building financial freedom. So as I put my time and energy into my business, it allowed me to earn what I needed to earn to be, to be free. And, and along the way, I tried to keep my expenses low so I could pay down debt and try to build some assets. So unlike COVID, I went through this process 
over the last decade of my life. It's required a lot of personal work. It has required a lot of personal work, including therapy, coaching, journaling, meditating, pondering, talking to so many other people to get advice and feedback, trying and failing different things as I go along on my own journey. And so my why, my why wasn't about quitting work or not doing my job. My why was around building a life centered around growth, freedom, freedom for freedom of my, uh, my time for, for myself and my family, allowing me to channel my energy into others and things and causes that I care about. And I had, I had every bit of that five months ago when I still was working and had my business. And if I hadn't been able to step away from that, I'd still feel in my heart that I was living in alignment with my why because it was taking me increasingly more and more towards what I was doing. So if you don't know what your why is, and that's where I was before I really got the wind knocked out of me through all those things I went through. I wasn't, I had forgotten. I'd forgotten what I was trying to do. I'd, I'd given up on it because nothing in my world or nothing in society or nothing in my family told me that I had permission to pursue those things. So if you don't know or you don't remember, I'd recommend that being one of your number one goals in your life. If you don't know why you're here or how you want to spend the rest of your time, whether it's 24 hours, 24 years, whatever that is, make that your goal to figure it out. That should be your dominant focus or one of them for sure. Nothing in my life has had a greater impact than figuring out how to channel my efforts, energy, and passions into things that I care most about. So as a, as, a, as a tool for that, start journaling every day. Find a journal that you know is uh, 100% private and just let your mind and imagination wander as you start to describe what your ideal life would be like, what you could do if you knew you couldn't fail, what you could do if you had limitless money and all those kind of exercises. Just keep writing and writing and writing. And one thing I did at the suggestion of uh, Ken Wilbur is he suggested setting out a number of pages. I think it was three. So set out that you're going to write three pages every day. And if you if you write more, great. But at least write three because you're going to get to a point where you're like, I don't have anything else to write. I don't know. And you can just start writing that. I don't know what I'm going to write today. There's nothing really on my mind. And you'll start writing about this or that or the other. And it's almost like a self-therapy session. And in some of those things, I found my greatest insights when I forced myself to get through that half a page or a page of just knowing I was circling around the edge of something or not able to look at something. And then once it came out, Bing, it was, uh, it was very, very helpful. So do that. Dive into therapy, dive into meditation, find a coach, find some people who have similar dreams. Just start saying yes to small things and it will open up new people and opportunities. The people that I've met over the last decade that is, as I've began to follow my heart have opened up so many fun, new relationships and opportunities and conversations and personal insights. So I, I can't recommend strongly enough to just 
figure that out. And if you're too busy, then keep looking at your life and how can I simplify? What can I get off my plate? What can I stop doing? Look at all the ways you're spending the time, all the things you have to do that you have to tell people, no, I can't, no to your kids, you can't play, no to your friends, you can't hang out because you're doing whatever you're doing, chores around the house, television, social media, all that kind of stuff. Try to be selfish with your time so that you can focus on diving into yourself and discovering what your why is. And when you really, really know that and you feel safe and comfortable that you have permission to dive into it, that will bring up some really fun energy for you and help you focus and channel your, your, your energy into the projects, people, and passions you're excited about. So that's what I have to say about that. I can't emphasize enough how once I began tasting and getting a sense for the path I needed to be on, how opportunities and possibilities and things just opened up in a way that still is surprising me. So Again, it's not about your how, it's not what you're doing for a living, is are your actions you're doing taking you towards whatever it is you think you want to do, have, or be? And where you are right now, you can look at that just as a stepping stone. And then again, remember remember how quickly our lives changed when we had to go into lockdown and suddenly you weren't driving as many places and maybe you were ordering your food and working online and learning new skills. You could do all of that right now with some other new big thing that you choose to uh, to enact on your life and do it in a way that aligns your life, whatever it is, with whatever it is you want to do, have, or be. So that's what I got. I, I'm careful. I'm not going to start rambling. So I hope that was helpful. I hope that you will think about that and dive into some of those exercises and whatever else that uh, works for you. If there's something I didn't mention that you've done that works, uh, let me know so I can share it with everybody. I want this to be a place where it's not just me chatting. Again, I'm not the guru. I'm not a coach. I'm just trying to share what works. I'm going to keep bringing on guests who've done really, really cool things that I'm excited about and let them share their stories. So that's what I got for today. I hope your weekend was wonderful and that you have an amazing week ahead and that you will take some time to think about why you're here and look at your actions and course correct as you can. So thank you so much. Have a wonderful week and enjoy your journey. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm.